Warning, the following podcast contains spoilers for all of the Arkham video games. There's a brief spoiler for Far Cry 5, and we talk a lot of theories and rumors about upcoming nerdy things, like superhero movies. We don't know what we're talking about. Don't quote us. Hello and welcome to the Distump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout, and this is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Today, I am joined by Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. How you doing? What's going on, buddy? Welcome back. This is exciting. So uh, for today, we are going to be talking about Arkham Origins. But first, a brief history. Arkham Origins is the third installment of the Batman Arkham series. This is the prequel video game where Batman meets the Joker for the first time. The plot is that the Joker hired a League of Assassins to try and kill Batman. Batman must outmaneuver and defeat all of the Assassins before he can fight the Joker and save all of Gotham. Anyway, so welcome back. This is the first non-Masters of Horror episode you're going to be on. Fuck yeah. It's very Super stoked. Yeah, I was listening to your show today and I heard several references to me and I was like, I should invite him back on my show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just recording earlier and we were talking about you. We did, uh, uh, have you seen Thanks Killing? I have seen Thanks Killing. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, and we had never saw. We watched it for the first time while recording, and that's hilarious. Boy, it was it was something. <laughs> did I uh, did I recommend that one to you? Uh, maybe. I've a lot of people have. I've I've heard the name <laughs> thrown around left and right, and I'm like, we gotta watch this. It's, it's only an hour and six minutes long. <laughs> really, it feels like so much longer when you're watching it, though. <laughs> the budget was. <laughs> Thirty-five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh my god, the Thanksgiving movie. It was bound to happen, but yeah, it's like a wisecracking evil puppet turkey, right? <laughs> yeah, he's kind of he's like Freddy Krueger in turkey form. <laughs> he banged a chick. He, he doggy styled a chick and came inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I remember that was one of the first things I watched on Netflix. It came up like really early in my queue and I was like, hmm, let's give this a shot. And I was not upset. <laughs> it worked out really I couldn't, well. I couldn't believe it, was, it wasn't free on YouTube. Yeah, it's definitely the kind of movie that should be free on YouTube for sure. But it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> is it? Oh, shit. Might have to watch that on Thanksgiving, which is still not past, but this is going to be several weeks in the future. So... We're still not at Thanksgiving, y'all, but I'm sure that it's probably like January for you or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
When's the last time you played Arkham Origins? Um, probably when it came out. Oh shit! It's, it's like 2014. Uh, yeah, I think it was 20. Yeah, it must have been 2013 because it literally came out while I was at the hospital for the birth of my son. Oh shit! And then uh, it was gifted to me after after I got home as like a, a dad present. That's so cool. Then, I just sat there with the baby on my chest playing playing Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's super awesome. These games yeah, pretty so, these games are so fucking good, man. I uh I spent the last time I had played this before I, I played it for the podcast, I beat it in two sittings and it took me like eight or nine sittings this most recent time and I'm just like I must have spent all day, every day for two days, like just nonstop to beat this game that quick. So it's a short game, but it's not that short. Well, is that that's just straight story? Uh, I or tried to. Side mission I story? rounded everybody up except for um, the Riddler, because fuck the Riddler. That shit is bullshit. <laughs> the uh, the only game I got all the Riddler trophies in was Arkham Knight, because it like you had to hundred percent it basically to to get the actual ending of the game. Mm-hmm. But. This game, I remember I beat it and I'm not a like I'm not a huge fan of side missions, mm. especially like now because it's, it takes up so much of the game. For sure. It's like if you just had gotten rid of all of this, the story could be like four times longer. And in this instance, it literally could be four times longer because yeah. I beat the game and it said that I had completed 25% of the game although oh. i beat the entire story <laughs> yeah because there's like you have to round up all the uh bad guys i just did like a little tally here so it's uh this game has deadshot the penguin anarchy shocker mad hatter firefly shiva copperhead bane killer croc the riddler and the joker are all people yeah. that you fight in it. Oh, and I guess Black Mask too, but you don't really fight him. So Yeah. Yeah, it's not a small roster, but it's not huge. I remember feeling that that, that reveal was a cop-out. <laughs> yeah, it's like we didn't know that the Joker was a character in these games. Like, that's why we're playing these games. Yeah, and it kind of, like, pissed me off, because it was like, oh, this is cool, a new game, finally, we're going to get a new new bad guy. It's The main focus is going to be on Black Mask. And then immediately it's like, just kidding, this is the Joker. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I love the Joker and everything, but it's like, gets a little played out. Yeah. Especially when he's got so many other good villains. Right? Like, uh, what is it, Professor Pig in the Arkham Knight game? Dude, that <laughs> shit was awesome. <laughs> Fucking love that. Um, so this is the first game that was not made by Rocksteady. And it did not have Mark Hamill or Kevin Conroy doing the voices, which was a weird call. They wanted them to sound younger, but like, I don't think the audience cared that much. Yeah, I remember feeling like the Batman was pretty good and the Joker was like a little off, but you get you get used to it pretty fast. Yeah, and it didn't really bother me. It is it's a weird call. I love me some Kevin Conroy, but. What like it? It wasn't bad at all. I know some people who are like, he doesn't sound like Batman, and I'm not gonna play it. And I might have been one of those people for a long time. <laughs> I think I picked this <laughs> game up in 2016. 
So that was like three years after it was popular. And I was like, why did I wait this long? I played this one after Arkham Knight. So whenever Arkham Knight came out, I then got this one because it didn't scratch enough of my itch. Yeah. I remember um, there have been numerous occasions where I'm like, maybe I'll pick that one back up because it's the one I played the least. Um, But I just didn't have it on the newer consoles. But I think they, I have the HD remake of Arkham uh, Asylum and Arkham City together. That's cool. And I think they added Arkham Origins as DLC, so you can actually just download the the whole game extra. That would be good, because I was looking into it, and the article I was reading from a couple of years ago said that if you wanted to play it on the new generation of consoles, you needed the disc form of it, which I happen to have. But like, I'm sure that has probably changed by now, that people are still playing these Arkham games, so... But. Yeah, well, I mean, hell, that came out on 360, and we're we're moving out into the new consoles now. Like the yeah, they're saying that, that they're supposed that. to be super backwards compatible, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I think so. As far as I know, I don't have. I just got a PS4, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. You did tell me about that. I'm thinking about getting a PS4 also, but we just bought a Wii, or not a Wii, a Nintendo Switch. So, like, oh, nice. we probably shouldn't buy any more systems anytime soon, because that was fucking expensive. But at the same time, it's pretty fucking cool. It is cool. <laughs> Do you have one of those? No, Ben has a Switch. I don't have a Switch. Hmm. Um, But speaking of this franchise has kind of like shaped gaming for the last decade, a little over a decade. Cause like I'm playing Spider-Man. Yeah. And this is the same PS4 thing. And it's like, it's the exact same fighting engine. Like, and a lot of games have, have taken this now and are just duplicating it. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the Lord of the Rings games that are like, not about the ring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? Those games are awesome. What are, what are they called again? Uh, Shadow of uh, Shadow War or whatever? Mordor and Shadow of War. Yeah, yeah, those games are fucking dope because they're Batman except with swords and decapitations. Yeah, I was just <laughs> telling uh, the Bub and Gubs guys, Bubbles, I'd never heard of it. And I, he's like, how did I not know this game? I'm like, dude, it's just Batman, but in Lord of the Rings and you're just cutting orcs heads off left and right. <laughs> what it is is it's Batman fucked Assassin's Creed and their child. <laughs> As these Lord of the Rings games is fucking awesome because I'm playing the Assassin's Creed game right now, uh, the Black Flag one, the pirate one, and uh, yeah, the combat is just like Batman except way easier. So <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's basically the same fighting style. But I just played this smooth as fuck Batman game, and now I'm in this clunky pirate game with swords and shit. But yeah, yeah. see, I don't do pirates. I no? hate pirates. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they just don't do it. It's boring to me. Like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, all that, nothing. Like I just, I don't know. And as a little kid, I was, I guess you were either into pirates or like cowboys and Indians, and I was, I was never into pirates. Interesting. So you were a cowboys and Indians guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd be a cowboy. I'd be a Native American. I'd play. Well, I was more of a reenact Terminator and Jaws on my toy box at six years old. So I was in a whole another category. <laughs> There was a, so this is a long story, but I'll try and make it short. So my buddy, I I ran with like two dudes. That was like the three of us were just inseparable in high school. And uh, there was a day where 
my one of them was over at my house and the other one was coming later and I dug out my Legos. So I was like 17 and I dug out my childhood Legos and I sent <laughs> the one who wasn't with me a text that said, would you like pirates or cowboys? And he, because uh, my other buddy took ninjas. So at first I said, ninjas, pirates or cowboys. And I said, oh, ninjas are going. And he's like, I guess cowboys. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it sounded overtly homosexual, but <laughs> it all worked out in the end. But it's just a weird question to pose, pose to someone. And I'm like, how would I have reacted <laughs> if somebody sent me that in a message? I replaced the word Lego with costumes. Yeah. And this is what was really going down. Yeah. <laughs> we were playing with Legos and watching a clockwork orange for the first time. So it was oh, Jesus. <laughs> a, not a not a normal mix of behaviors. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's funny that you say you don't like pirates. I'm gonna have a whole pirate month in either January or February. <laughs> Really? Yeah, see, people go fucking bananas for it, and I just, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't, it doesn't interest me, and I don't, I don't know why. It just, uh, it just always seems boring. It's like, kind of like one note to me. It's like, yeah, boats and swords. I get it. Yeah, but some people really like swords. And that's, yeah, well, <laughs> that's it's like, if I'm I want at. swords, I'll go ninjas, and if I want boats, I'll go more modern with fucking shit that's blowing up <laughs> see that's how i feel about westerns like the way that you feel about pirate like it's the same shit there's a dude he comes into town and everyone's like what are you doing fool and he's like pow, pow, and everybody's dead and that's how it ends and a lot of time he dies too and that's yeah West- westerns don't westerns don't do anything for me either they're boring as fuck like i like taking that genre and like twisting it like like Logan, like Logan's a, like a modernized Western. Like yeah. I like shit like that. The Mandalorian is a Western. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but but back to Batman. <laughs> but Batman is real good. <laughs> I love the environment of this game. I love that it's snowing. Yeah. Uh, I love that everyone's like forced inside because it's a blizzard out. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, everyone except the bad guys, so you can indiscriminately beat the living shit out of every person you bump into without any worry whatsoever that they're a bad guy or a good guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if only you had the Batmobile like you do in Arkham Knight, you just running people over. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. I mean, I was trying to replay all these games and make like one big super episode special for episode 50 or whatever, but I'm already past 50 and I couldn't get Arkham Asylum to play in my Xbox. So I was like, let's just pick the earliest one, and that was this one. But Arkham City is probably my favorite one in the franchise. Yeah, it's probably the best, uh, definitely, like, in, like, story-wise. I really like Arkham Knight. People really shit on it about the Batmobile, like, feeling tethered to it and shit. I I thought it it was good. I thought it was a good blend. I was glad to have something to do other than just zip lining around the city. Yeah, I'll give you that. I I didn't like it because, like, it didn't feel like a realistic fight because it was so, like, slide left, shoot, slide right, fire missiles, slide backwards. Like, I don't know, if it was, like, rolling tanks and there were, like, real mechanics to it, I feel like I would have liked that better, but... The overall, some of those, the missions that you have to do with the Batmobile are fucking wild, so... yeah. I just didn't like the side missions where you'd be driving and it would be like, oh, you got to chase this guy. And they're already so fucking far away. And you're like, ugh, <laughs> <laughs> those missions suck. Yeah, that, 
There was definitely too much, like, mission-wise stuff that required the Batmobile, but just to get around, or if you just wanted to fuck around, it was cool to cruise and fucking blow stuff up. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the Batmobile and stuff. And in Arkham Origins, you can see him working on, like, the first prototype of the Batmobile, like, under a tarp or whatever, if you're wandering around the Batcave. They... Yeah, some, somehow built jet before car. I'm not sure yeah, the does... logic in that. But... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that they would do it that way. But, yeah, it's ugh. for some reason in this game, the Batcave is bigger than in any of the other games in Arkham Origins. It's like yeah, it's huge. enormous, and you can go to like different platforms and shit for no reason whatsoever. There's no reason to explore this huge bat cave. There's no Riddler trophies. There's no doors. It's just a big ass cave for nothing. Yeah, I do like that scene though. When what is it? Bane shows up in the bat cave. Yeah, that yeah. Bane shows up in the bat cave and he fucks Alfred up. Yeah, and then you gotta like shock him back to life. Yeah. Do you remember the shocker fight in this game? The first one, at least? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's talking all this shit. <laughs> then you hit one button and you just knock him out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the boss fights in this game are a little disappointing. Like, the Deathstroke one is really hard, but it's, like, one of the first ones. And then there isn't really anything else. They really jumped the gun with the Deathstroke one because, like, that's the height of the game, and he's the second vigilante assassin guy that you hit. Like, of the six people trying to kill him, he's the second one when he should have definitely been the last one. Yeah. And, like, some things, like the, the copperhead poisoning you is just kind of like a retread of the Ra's al Ghul part from Arkham City. Yeah. And the Bane fight's cool. The the Bane at the end where he's all beefed up like he is in Arkham Asylum and you have to like crawl around in the ducks and stuff. That that was pretty like effectively terrifying. Yes. Yes it was. <laughs> yeah, the the hardest parts of the game for me were A, uh Deathstroke. But uh the there's like a couple of times where you fight Bane and like sixty dudes with Bane that just like keep flooding in. Those were the hardest parts of the fucking game because you can't just kill Bane. Like, you can't just knock him out and that's that and keep going on all the small guys. He just constantly comes. He has, like, an infinite health bar during that whole fight. And it's so fucking hard not to die as, like, 30 people are trying to punch you at the same fucking time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of uh, just leaping over people. It becomes a little repetitive knock down a whole bunch of people and then do the thing that just kills everybody who's unconscious like yeah, yeah. it's cheap but that's sometimes what you gotta do um did you ever play the online version of this game no no i don't believe i did apparently the online was that uh you would randomly be assigned roles and it was like a, a rumble between you and a whole bunch of other people and either you're just goons or you're the joker or you're batman and Batman and Joker have the same like move set or whatever, but it's just like <laughs> two opposing factions and you get to run up and like fuck the other people up. But it I never got to play it and you definitely can't match with people online right now. But I always wish I had played it because it's the only one from what I understand that has multiplayer to it. Um yeah, as far as I know, I can't think of can't think of the other ones having multiplayer. 
it's it's just a it's a yeah it's kind of a weird concept for for that type of game i i'm hoping that the new game has like co-op like somebody gets to be batman someone gets to be robin or some shit that would be fucking dope yeah i don't really understand that game because it looks exactly like it is set after arkham knight but they're saying it's not like they're saying it doesn't take place in the same universe but it's like that's definitely him talking from the end of the arkham knight i'm not sure that what you're talking about is real is it like i haven't seen anything that said they're gonna announce a game or anything oh yeah there's a, a gotham i think it's called gotham knights they announced it at um the what is it what was it called the dc fandom remember that over the summer i don't but i believe you yeah it was like a big online <laughs> dc like comic-con like a virtual type of event gotcha. that was where like they announced the snyder cut and announced um a whole bunch of shit we did a whole episode on it oh, um, okay and they they showed a trailer for that which actually had gameplay where you get to be barbara gordon batgirl um i think it's supposed to be tim drake robin even though he's little, so I would think he was Damian Wayne, um, Nightwing or Red Hood. And it starts off with a video being like, it's Batman, it's Bruce Wayne, his face is scarred up, up just like at the end of Arkham Knight. And he's like, if you're watching this, I'm dead, so you guys are in charge now. <laughs> like, and Oh, shit. So, so it looks exactly like it would take place after that. And they're just like, no, it's not in the same universe. <laughs> But then they announced a a Suicide Squad game. Boo. Your goal is to take down the Justice League because they've, they've all been affected by Brainiac. And it looks a little... They didn't show any gameplay They just because it doesn't come out for like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, they just showed a trailer. And the trailer is like King Shark, Harley Quinn, and Deadshot. And, mm-hmm. and they say, this one takes place in the Arkham Universe. But Deadshot is black. Dead, we already have a Deadshot in the Arkham Universe, and he is very much white. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of the harder parts of this game, too, because, like, you had to, like, you'd beat him down, and then five seconds later, the whole mission would just, like, fucking start over because you're in the bank. And, like, they, they were the toughest stealth missions were getting Deadshot, and it took a long fucking time, and he could shoot, like, walls down and shit. Anyway. Yeah, that was hard as shit. But I noticed in Arkham Knight there were references to Superman, so I'm like, ooh, that would be cool if I can put Superman in these games. Yeah, the fact that they've never ever gotten a Superman game right is crazy. Yeah. Are you like okay, so obviously you like comic book themed things, but do you read actual comic books? Um, not really. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I don't have, like, a giant collection or anything. Um, a lot of my stuff has just been from, like, reading. Like, I re- I'll just sit there and read fucking Wikipedia on a character if I want to know about them and stuff. And I'll read their entire history in a much shorter form. And then I can just look at images. But, yeah, um, I always wanted to read comics as a kid. And my parents just would never buy them for me. So it's it's a little hard to, like, get caught back up now. <laughs> yeah what i do is i'll like wait until a whole season is over and then like a couple months later they'll come out with all of the comics in one book and that's usually what i do just so i can like because if you pay like six dollars per issue that comes out you've then effectively spent a hundred dollars for eight chapters or whatever you know what i mean like yeah i'll read like i'll I'll 
pick up a trade paperback or something of the whole story together. Or uh, I was lucky enough to grow up in the 90s, so like a lot of the cartoons were pretty much exactly Identical. like the comic books. Yeah. Like I, I'd watch X-Men, and they did the whole Days of Future Past storyline and stuff like that. And a lot of like Spider-Man, they did the, the symbiote and like the Maximum Carnage storyline for the most part. Like They just kind of cut out all the filler. Man, they don't fucking make cartoons like that anymore. Oh, I miss uh, those cartoons. No, the, yeah, the, the creators, because like the last season of X-Men was not really what they wanted to do and it was cut short and like the ending is it wasn't the ending they had planned and they had like outsourced production to korea so like the animation was different and stuff um and the creators right after disney plus launched had announced that like they were in talks with disney plus to, to relaunch the series on there yeah and i heard that they like are it's all systems go they are already making it and shit it's crazy yeah it'd be dope Fucking Warner Brothers should do that with like Batman the animated series. Fuck yeah, they should. Um, did you, the guy who played Magneto in the old X Men comics or the old X Men cartoon died yesterday? Did you see that? Yeah, we, yeah, we posted about it on Facebook. It's very sad. That's probably how I saw it. Yeah, very probably. Sad um, okay, so this seems like a probably a pretty good spot for us to take a brief break and so you guys can hear some ads and some fan shout outs, some podcast recommendations, so on and so forth. So we will be right back. Do you struggle to find the time and energy to consistently eat healthy? You're not alone and there is a solution. Introducing Factor, the all-in-one meal delivery service that preps, cooks, and delivers fresh, never frozen, fully prepared meals directly to your door weekly. With Factor, every meal is designed by dietitians and handcrafted by world-class chefs, keeping your taste buds happy and your waistline trim. What's more, the menu changes every week so you never lose interest in eating healthy. Right now, Factor is offering listeners of the Distump Podcast $50 off their first two weeks. Just go to Factor75.com, pick your meals, and use the code PODCAST50 at checkout to claim this limited-time offer. That's Factor75.com, code PODCAST50. I'm Agent Scott. And I'm Cam, the provocateur. And we are the Spy Hards Podcast. Together we go deep undercover into the world of spy movies to decode the best and worst of spy cinema. Will the film make the knock list? Well, Cam, what is the knock list? The knock list is the need to see official classics of the Spy Hards podcast. We are curating the ultimate list of spy films. And so we're going to bounce all over the place from James Bond to Jason Bourne to who knows what and determine whether they belong in the pantheon of all time great spy films. That's right. So join us every Tuesday on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search Spy Hards. That's S-P-Y-H-A-R-D-S. But until then, listeners, good luck. Among the Shadows. Hello, what's happening, y'all? You excited for this podcast? I know I was. Alrighty. Um, so, how's everybody doing? I hope you're all doing really great. I had a super stellar time 
hanging out with the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast, Mr. Josh. Uh, he's a cool dude. You should check out his podcast. He puts out a lot, 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 lot of content. So if you're looking for a podcast to do a deep dive on, Four Nerds by Nerds is the one to check out. Thank you, Josh, so much for doing this podcast with me. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me, discdumppod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little PP in there. It is, in fact, important. On Twitter, at the Disc Dump. Instagram, Disc Dump Podcast. Again, don't neglect the PP. On Facebook, there's a group called the Disc Dump Podcast Fans. That's where all the good stuff goes down. Be sure to check that out. I have a fan shout-out or two here. I want to give a shout-out to everyone who is in my new promo. So that would be Mr. Timmy, Tim Miller. Thank you, Tim, for also producing my new ad. I really appreciate you. I want to thank Matt and Matt from the Kickstart with Matt and Matt. And I want to thank Terry. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for coming on my show and giving me some really good highlights to put in the promo. I also want to say thank you to the Cold Collars Comedy Podcast. Those dudes are awesome. You should check out their podcast. They're a bunch of British fellas, but their show is Laugh Out Loud Funny. I really enjoy it. They're super good dudes. Super good dudes. So, yeah, they're very cool people. They have a fun podcast. Check out the Cold Collars Comedy Podcast. Alrighty, y'all. So, I hope you're enjoying this episode. Let's get back to it. Batman Arkham Origins. We back, bitches. We back, sons of bitches. Talk about the fucking Riddler. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you said that you're not a huge side mission guy? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it all really depends what it is. But it when it takes up 75% of your game, it's like, I feel like... I feel like the numbers should be the other way. I feel like the side mission should be about 25% of your game. And, like, you should put 75% of the work into your main story. You would think, yeah. Like, I get your... That's, like, the PS2 era of video game production. And, like, Grand Theft Auto V came out and changed the fucking game. Now almost every game is mostly side missions. Yeah, well, it was, like, like uh, when I started playing Assassin's Creed 2. Mm. And it was, like, mm. oh, build your city and, and set up shops and, and you know... I never take, did take any of that inventory shit. of the people and this and that. I'm like, I don't want to play fucking Farmville. I want to kill people. Like, I don't. <laughs> I have no interest in this shit. Like, I'm here to sneak up behind people and stab them in the back of the neck. I fucking love Assassin's Creed, but yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I do remember that was a, th- a fucking thing. But like, even in Fallout Four, which is the greatest one of the greatest games ever made. I like I spend as minimal time as possible like building up settlements and shit. I don't care about any of that. I just want to go and shoot motherfuckers. So I'm the same way in as far as missions like that. But if you're playing Arkham Origins and your side missions are also kind of story missions because you're trying to track down all these like uh, assassins and stuff. I definitely made a point to get everybody except the Riddler. Um, Did you like play the Mad Hatter missions and stuff? Um, I definitely had played some of them. I don't think I did all of them, but yeah, I definitely remember doing some. 
because my face my face was a bunny that's right yeah <laughs> that was uh that was arkham knight the uh the one in arkham origins you know how there's always like those big dream sequences when you're fighting scarecrow they yeah. didn't have scarecrow in arkham origins he was intended to be dlc that never got released instead they did mad hatter and it was virtually the same shit just puzzles of left to right gameplay like there's no it's very not elaborate and it's beautiful it's crazy looking but it, as far as gameplay goes that is where these games lack is the hallucination levels but yeah batman's yeah. always tripping his balls off on something in these fucking games yeah he you'd think he'd have higher resistance at this point because he, after you build it up in immunity a little bit you know <laughs> well maybe you know if 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 today's world has taught us anything batman maybe wear a full mask that yeah. you can't be breathing in all these particles. <laughs> Maybe put some of those billions of dollars into R&D on a uh, respirator yeah. where you're not breathing in hazardous chemicals when half your rose ga- rogues gallery uses some sort of aerosol <laughs> hallucinogen. <laughs> this is true. My brain is going in so many different directions. So Poison Ivy does like aerosol weapons and shit, but she's not in this game, but the to the way to beat her in arkham knight if i'm not mistaken is to use some of the gadgets that weren't introduced until arkham origins like the the one that makes a tightrope like you can shoot a wall and it's like makes a tight rope to the other wall and shit that came from beating slade uh deathstroke uh so like that becomes one of the most important tools in all of the arkham games and it comes from this one that a lot of people just like schlub off and don't care about yeah you get the electrocutioner's gloves in arkham knight too you like steal them from the police station (laughs) and they're very handy he brings people back to life with them he is able to beat down big bad guys much 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 easier with those oh man couldn't couldn't bring his girlfriend back to life though could he nope Electric gloves ain't fixing sword to the chest. <laughs> this game is so fucking good. Like, I'm not... I want to say all these great things about this game, but it, like, speaks for itself. If anyone's ever played these games, I don't have anything to add to how fucking phenomenal they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Batman. The whole series. And I... Uh, I some people don't count Origin in the series. And I, I count it. The only down parts to it is that it's a little short and it is a little glitchy but other than that like it's it's still fantastic um and yeah the the whole four game series is like my favorite video games of all time it's up there for me too it's so fucking good like oh the the controls in origins are smoother than arkham city and arkham city they were a hundred times smoother than arkham asylum so like this continued the trend of smoothness even though a totally different company made it you know like since warner brothers made this one but they like obviously handed over all of the algorithms or whatever like they're like here is how we made this work and this game made it better so i don't know like it literally is the same fucking game they just have a different name on the production is all it is so why people like don't give a shit about this one blows my mind because it is equally quality as the other games are in my opinion yeah yeah i remember i remember loving it and it's it's uh 
any one of these could be made into a Batman movie and it would be like the best Batman movie ever made. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Cuz these games do it perfectly and they kind of do it the way that the comics do it. And it's something that filmmakers who don't actually get into this shit don't understand and it's how you get villain overload is they're like we're going to put three villains in and they're all going to be equally as important. And it's like, no, just like, and they, they seem to be doing this new Batman movie, this the right way. Oh, it's like, so good. Just have his other villains in there, but he just has to have quick interactions with them to get to where he's going. Like have the penguin in there and he just fucking like squeezes them for information. Like, yeah, kind of like have what to be the main said. fucking bad guy. Like Batman's most of, Batman's storylines take place in one night and he's running into all sorts of fucking people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you uh now that we're on this, I'm so excited to talk about this. Oh my god. So <laughs> have you ever read the uh the graphic novel trade or comics of the Hush series of Batman? Um I know what it is and it kind of got ruined for me, so I didn't I never read it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I thought you were going to say the Arkham Asylum comic. Uh, actually, I do have that. I just bought that myself not five days ago. So I I just picked it based on the fact I like the Arkham games and I like the author. I'm like discovering Grant Morrison is one of my favorites. Not my most favorite, but one of my favorites. And uh, then I just read that these games are all based on that one. I'm like, really? Anyway. Yeah, the the games are much better than the comic was. <laughs> like, I believe it. <laughs> it's, it's it's a kind of an acid trip, and the the words are all like painted into the pictures, so it's very hard to fucking read. I'm excited. And, Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dive on it. I think that you and I might have to do a comic book episode about that, but um. Yeah, so the Hush comics, as you have had spoiled for you, and I will put a disclaimer at the beginning that they will spoil them, I'm pretty sure that what everyone's calling the Riddler in the new Batman movie is going to be Hush. Oh, really? Yeah. His face is all covered up? Yeah, the way his face is covered up is one thing, but the whole commercial is he's wrapping somebody's head in duct tape, and if it was bandages it would be exactly what hush's mo is which is to like change people's faces and wrap it in bandages and let them like like there's so many people with faces wrapped up like that that i feel like it was like a nod like hey hush is definitely the bad guy just so you know yeah no that'd be cool i unfortunately it's probably gonna be one of those things where it's like oh we took inspiration from a lot of different storylines yeah <laughs> that's that's always their line they use to just steal shit mm -hmm. like oh age of ultron is not anything like the age of ultron's comic book but we like the name so oh yeah we, we borrowed <laughs> lots of elements it's like no you didn't you stole the fucking name yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i don't know i'm pretty excited for this batman movie though like I, I keep going yeah, in bursts great. where I don't think about it. And then as soon as I think about it, like my heart skips a beat and my pupils dilate and I'm like, Batman. <laughs> yeah. That beat down scene alone is, uh, that's worth the price of admission. I was like exhausted watching him beat one dude nearly to death. And I'm like, how would someone be able to maintain that level of like energy output is wild. Cause he just literally just punches the dude into the earth. <laughs> Yeah, oh, to be in shape. Right? <laughs> fucking, 
<laughs> people must just walk around feeling great all the time. <laughs> I wish I knew what that felt like. <laughs> yeah, I felt like shit every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I play Wii Boxing sometimes, and I'm like, winded after two two-minute bouts, and Robert Pattons is out there just swinging his fists at nothing for hours on end. That dude must be strong as fuck. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah. They they can pay me to be in the gym all day and I'd get in shape too. Well, I hear you there. Except they also give you a trainer that's like you can only eat an apple for the next nineteen hours. That yes, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't want that part of it. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Fuck Riddler bullshit. Batmobile shit is annoying. Oh, there the like when the Riddler got in charge of Batmobile time trials in the new game like yeah i hate time trial shit like it's just definitely not my thing yeah no yeah and that's that's kind of why i don't like like i don't i definitely don't like those side missions where it's like oh you got a bronze medal try again and and you could get gold or silver it's like get the fuck out i'm not doing that again like i didn't want to do it in the first place yeah i like anytime that there's a vehicle element added to a game that didn't once have it time trials come in and it's like get the fuck out of here nobody's like boy this is my favorite element of this game like that's not why we picked it up if it wasn't in it before well they don't usually stop either like if you don't hit the time you still have to like finish yeah it makes you do it over i don't hit the time just fucking start over (laughs) yeah i've I've been encountering that in Far Cry 5, I think, is the one I'm playing. Yeah, I just got that for the PS4. I can't wait to try it. It's amazing game. Amazing fucking game. I love that game so much. But there are these missions where you have to fly an airplane through, like, stunts. And if you don't beat it, you have to just keep playing it until you beat it. And I get so goddamn mad. (laughs) (laughs) I hit the ring. You should have given me ten more seconds, you fuckers. Anyway. That's how I talk to my TV sometimes. <laughs> that's that's the problem I keep hitting with Spider-Man is that they stole the Arkham fighting combat system, but they just switched block from triangle to circle. Damn it. But it fucking throws me off. Every time the fucking Spider-Sense pops up around my head, I hit triangle, and it's like, yeah, it doesn't fucking do anything. I get machine gunned to death. I wonder if you can change that in controls. Like, I know that you can make Call of Duty the same button configuration as Halo, so I definitely have done that on multiple occasions, but I wonder if they can do that for Spider-Man. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Have to look at it. Anyway, so um, there's there's just a lot of like references and stuff to comic book stuff from what I was reading. I picked up on one. Um, there's a character called Zatanna. Do you know who that character is? Yeah, yeah, she's a, a magician. Yeah, uh, daughter of uh, can't remember her dad's name. Zatanna. Yeah, something like well, that. Her that's her name, yeah. but her his name is extremely similar. But yeah. yeah, so I saw a poster with her face on it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And then I forgot about it, and then I just was looking stuff up online just to like refresh my memory, and I was like, "That wasn't there." I'm like learning to love Zatanna, so it's pretty exciting that like my new superhero interests are being acknowledged in some of the biggest games, you know. Yeah, yeah, she's uh she's part of the Dark Justice League. Yep. With Swamp Thing and Constantine. She's uh she's on there's a sh- animated show called Superhero Girls, which is kind of like all female Teen Titans. 
Oh, okay. Which which is it's pretty good. My daughter loves it, and it's it's fun to watch. Um, the guy from Boy Meets World that did Terry McGinnis' voice in Batman Beyond. Okay. He does he does uh, Lex Luthor's voice. Oh, cool. But it's a uh, it's Batgirl, Supergirl, Satana, um, one of the female Green Lanterns, and Bumblebee. Hmm. Is that all of them? Yeah, I think that's all of them. But it's fu- and it's like funny. But she's like a main character in that, and she has an origin episode where, like, she thinks her and her dad are just magicians, like actual like street performers. Yeah. And then like her powers develop out of nowhere. <laughs> she's like, she thinks she's like a freak, so she's like trying to hide it from her dad, and he's like this all powerful sorcerer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, they're uh, she's one of the key members of the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Also, do you know the Seven Soldiers? I don't know the Seven Soldiers. Yeah, it's not a big thing, but I'm so into it, and I'm just like, I wish other people knew who these guys were. <laughs> who else is in it? Is that like a Doctor Fate thing? Uh, kinda. Yeah, like the she's probably the biggest name in it. But the Justice League Dark movie had her in it, and the Ghost guy. I forget what his name is. Oh dead man <laughs> something like that yeah he's yeah. he's in it so like they assemble a team of seven people and they're like all right it's about to get real we got a new mini justice league here and then this bad guy rolls in and just fucking massacres them <laughs> he just kills <laughs> all of them and that's how that ghost person gets made and then he like it plays a part in assembling the next version of them like the next s- soldiers of victory so yeah. yeah like that's kind of the plot line of it I read the first two trades of it and I just bought the next two and I'm like so excited to finish the series. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they announced um like I like Dr. Fate a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a, a lot of times he'll be with like Justice League Dark and stuff like that. Um they announced that the Justice Society will be in the Black Adam movie. Ooh. So it'll be like Hawkman and Dr. Fate and uh who the fuck else there was somebody i'd never heard of and uh, i can't remember and then someone else big but i can't remember who it is but i was like fuck yeah i'll take that uh the nuclear man what the fuck is his name is uh oh yeah it's uh adam smasher that's who's in it adam who is the son of the adam oh okay hmm yeah, no, I wish Nuclear Man, or uh, you're talking about uh, Captain Adam. I think He's so. like all silver. I'm thinking of the guy who's like a scientist, and then like when he needs to go into the street, he turns into like a black teenager who has a volcano on his head. Oh, Firestorm. Firestorm, yeah. Firestorm, the Nuclear Man. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I was... Well, there is actually, there is actually a, guy, there's a guy called Captain Adam, yes. and then there's another guy that looks exactly like him. Who, but he's like orange and they're both like they're just nuclear powered like he's they're like infinite energy beams out of their hands and stuff and then black adam is like superman right kind of uh black adam is like shazam oh, okay he's like he's like evil shazam i gotcha he's played by Dwayne the rock johnson mm-hmm so Dwayne the rock johnson's playing a bad guy but the movie's named after him um, I guess in more recent comics, they've made him like an anti-hero, so he's going to be kind of like an anti-hero. Gotcha. I fucking love Shazam. 
I just watched that not that long ago. Did you watch that one? I no, surprisingly, I, I haven't seen that or Wonder Woman, and I just need I need to just sit down and watch them. It isn't. I just kind of they missed them, and then I just never went back for them. Uh, I and mean, I get a lot of shit for, it, but I want to see both of them. Shazam is very good. I uh, I feel like I'm the only person on the planet who thinks Wonder Woman is a terrible fucking movie. Oh really? I do not like. I didn't think it was good, and Wonder Woman two looks horrific it looks so stupid to me oh my god <laughs> yeah i don't know about the second one i thought the first one looked good and, and most people have said it's good but yeah but Kristen, i'll watch it eventually Kristen wig is a bad guy is not gonna work out great <laughs> it's, yeah it's gonna be yeah. bad well chris Kristen wig is a cgi cheetah it doesn't yeah. look very good either yeah it's, it's not gonna go well my girlfriend's all excited to see it i'm like you are yeah, well, every every woman that hears I haven't seen Wonder Woman is like, oh, you're fucking sexist. Yeah. You don't like women? I'm like, no, I'm a fucking super stoked for Black Widow. I just, DC ain't really hitting the mark all the time, so I'm not rushing out to see their movies. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's like, I went and saw fucking Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was good. I like that movie. Yeah. When I went to New York Comic Con... We like they filtered everybody out through the same doors, which is not the doors that everyone came in. So that was really stressful. And uh, I was standing out there for like 45 minutes next to a girl who looked exactly like Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, like exactly like her. Like she was astoundingly beautiful, so much so that like people were coming up and taking pictures with her and shit. And she not just kept like looking just as a person or was she dressed like Wonder Woman? Both. <laughs> Like she looked exactly like her. She was fucking gorgeous. And she was like four inches shorter than me. So she was very, very short, but she was gorgeous. And like she snatched those digits. uh, No, I was with my girlfriend at the time and uh, she is still my girlfriend and she is directly above me in the next floor up. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, like this girl and I just kept looking at each other out of the corner of our eye. And I was like, I feel like at this point I've ruined it. If I turn to you and say, wow, you look just like her, it's going to be like I had to work up the nerve to do it. So we just like pretended not to notice each other for a really, really long time. <laughs> that was the opportunity. I missed it. And that's fine. But it should was have nicked her. Been <laughs> like you look nothing like her. Yeah. It should have been like, oh, who are you supposed to be? Brie Larson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you make that outfit at home? Looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Comic Con's wild, but anyway, we're talking about Batman. Um, yeah, there, I don't have a whole lot more to say about the Arkham games other than they're fucking amazing. Anyone who hasn't played the Arkham games, you need to play them. But having said that, the show is called the Disc Dump because basically everything is available online if you want to like play it again or watch it again or listen to it again or whatever. And I'm pretty sure that the new Xbox game, I'm going to be able to like buy it again if I decide sometime in the future I want to play it. But it's been a long time since I played it, and it might be a long time again. What do you think? Do you think I should hang on to the disc, or do you think I should dump it? Um, do you have the other three? Uh-huh. On disc? Yep. Yeah, I'd keep it. I'd, I'd keep them together. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too, is we're going to hang on to it. Alrighty, so uh, let's talk about your show a little bit. What do you think the audience needs to know about your show? The Four Nerds by Nerds podcast? 
We are a movie-centric podcast, I always say, because uh, we, we do news and we'll do like reviews and stuff, but we do always kind of keep it focused around movies. Um, we do a lot of commentary tracks, which is fun. You don't have to watch a movie. Uh, we, we try to stay pretty entertaining, so you don't have to. And we try to do a lot of movies that most people have seen. So, um, yeah, we have new episodes every Monday. We have a YouTube series called The Mandalorian Minute. So every week we cover, we do a 20-minute review of that week's episode of The Mandalorian. Um, and we do lots of bonus episodes. So if you're if you're looking for content, we, we are the place to go because... I put a lot of work into this. <laughs> yeah, you do. Like every time I talk to you, you're like, "Hold on, I have to record two more tonight." <laughs> you're <laughs> you're always recording and always like into it. But you can look for me on an episode of your show too, where we talk about Friday Thirteenth Part Two, and that was a fucking blast. Uh, you can look for Miles on two episodes of our show because a couple weeks before that, he came on to debate the definitive rankings of friday the 13th series as well that is true yes and uh i'm pretty sure i was right which is fine (laughs) (laughs) you will see miles on every episode that we do when we do a friday the 13th movie hell yeah i'm in every single one just let me know i'm in that's some of my favorite shit in the world okay so i want to say thank you to the jazz june for the use of their song viva la speed metal off of the album the medicine i love this band i love these guys they've gotten me through some hard times it's some rock music uh i think they consider it emo rock but i don't think you should hold that against them because it's just very good music so you should find a way to support them they're a great band and they deserve the support I also want to say thank you to the Fat Rat for the use of the song Unity. Uh, You can find that bouncy, fun EDM music on YouTube. That's the way he prefers you view it. And we use that music to bring us in and out of the ad spots and end every episode. If you want to email me, you can email me discdumppod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little PP in there. It's important. On Twitter, I'm at the discdump. On Instagram, discdumppodcast. Again, the PP. On Facebook, if you type in disc dump podcast i'm sure you'll find all kinds of good stuff and there's a group called the disc dump podcast fans group and that's where i'm going to post a shitload of annoying memes that have to do with what we talk about on this show there's lots of my guests are on that group so you can message them and talk to them and it's a it's overall a good time all right josh so how can they get a hold of you uh we are uh, fmbn podcast on twitter or FMBN, the number four and the letter U on Instagram and Facebook. And we're FMBN Podcast on YouTube. Uh, look for any, on any of those, except for YouTube, look for our pop of the day. I love Funko Pop, so I've been posting a, a pop of the day every day. You have some cool shit. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got too many. I'm running out of room. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm supposed to recommend something. Oh, yes. Sorry, I didn't know you were done with your plugs. Yes. So uh, what do you think the audience needs to hear about? I'm going to go. I'll go with Funko Pops. Screw it. Funko Pops. I love Funko Pops. If you are if you know any nerdy friends out there and you're you're struggling with something to get them for Christmas, I don't think you can go wrong with Funko Pop there. They make one for pretty much every single thing you could think of. I think I currently own four. I have a Hannibal Lecter. I have Walter White from Breaking Bad. I have 
Bob Ross, and I have one of the ones from uh, Fallout. But Bob Ross is the real crown jewel of that collection. That is. That is I have, uh, I think I'm coming up on 200. Holy shit. Yeah, I have, uh, in my kitchen, I have cupboards that go uh, like a 90 degree angle. I go down one wall and then over another wall. And above them is a space between the top of the cupboards and the ceiling. And there's enough space I was able to make three rows of pops. So I have three rows all the way around the kitchen. Then I have an entire display shelf of just Dragon Ball Z pops, mostly Vegeta. And then I have next to that five shelves of just Batman pops. And now I have a shelf of seasonal pops, which was all my 8-bit pops. But for right now, it's Christmas. And (laughs) my entire desk in my room is full of pops that are still in the box. Jesus. And then I have all my giant ones on top of my refrigerator. I have 10-inch Joker. I have 10-inch oh, nice. Mandalorian. Oh yeah. I got a whole bunch. <laughs> so, audience, them. if you if you want to see one of those every day or every week, every week or every day? Every day. Yeah, today's every was Vegeta. Day. Yesterday was Tron. So, yeah, something so new if, every day. If you want to see those, definitely follow him on all of his platforms. Alrighty, Josh, thanks for doing this with me. Oh, no problem. It's fucking blast. Hell yeah, man. Alrighty. Uh, audience, until next week. I'll catch you later.